Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the B Nation podcast. How are you guys? It's another episode and, and I love this one because it's my favorite number. It's episode number seven. And today on the B Nation podcast, we have an artist of the week. We have two lovely friends uh, that they are, uh, uh, one of them is in, in Washington and the other one is in, in New York. They are presenting a brand new tune and they are Jazz Sidekicks. How are you guys? Doing good. Oh, Doing well, thank you. Uh, welcome to the B Nation podcast. We are in London and it's uh, great to connect with the US for, for this chat that we're going to have here on a, on a special day because this episode is called as one of your songs, guys, and it's called Just Another Memory. You probably you were thinking, like, why is called it like that? We're going to spin you in a second, but for now, we're going to introduce the summary. On episode 7, the creator's experience arrives to Painplay City. Let's have a fiesta on the Venation podcast. Just Say Kicks are joining us to present their brand new single, Bittersweet. I'm Warren. I'm Max. And we're just sidekicks. You'll be listening to our brand new single, Bittersweet, on the Be Nation podcast. A major guest is with us. We are introducing the beautiful poetry of Gabriel Moreno and his Whiskey and Angels. Hi, I'm Gabriel Moreno. You are listening to the Be Nation podcast. And if it wasn't enough, Ida Jazz is in the show and 8089 presents their debut EP. Hi, my name is Ida Just, and you're listening to Be Nation podcast. Hi, I'm Jack and this is Michael. We're at EA89 and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. Guys, pay attention. We are giving away gift cards on Spotify Premium to celebrate our brand new show, The B Nation Sharp Mix, exclusively on Spotify. And as always, we are bringing you the best new music from around the world, only on The B Nation podcast. Yes, uh, that's all the content that we have here on the B Nation podcast on this special episode. We are here with our Artists of the Week, that they are uh, Just Sidekicks, Max and Oren. How are you guys? Great, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Because today is a very, very special day for, for everyone here on, on the B Nation podcast. The first thing is because uh, we are celebrating an, an event on Painplay City, the Creators Experience, and it's an, a massive event that today is actually the launch day. Also as well, today we have a brand new show, which is called The B Nation Charmix, that is available only on Spotify. Today is the premiere episode, and also today released like a brand new tune. Wow, so I mean, today is actually the, the day of the year, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, it's an exciting day. Congrats on, on everything going on over there. Guys, um, tell me a little bit more about Bitter Sweet. It's a brand new single, right? Yeah, That's right. yeah. Um, this one's a little bit different than our other tracks because it's, it's a little bit higher energy. And also, I think, the, I think the name Bittersweet really sums it up, you know? It's the bitter side. It's a little bit sad, but it's also sweet because it's very energetic. And I think we brand ourselves as Electro Rock. I think this is the most Electro Rock song that we have. It's very heavy with the EDM side, but there's also a lot of really raw sounds with the guitar and stuff. Yeah, I think it's definitely one of like the most sonically interesting tracks we've done. And of course, After Sound, um, the other artists on it who did the vocals, really super talented his voice is amazing and i think the lyricism is really relatable to a lot of people so i really hope that people can you know enjoy the song and and it finds you know some relatability to it yeah yeah we, we think it's like probably one of the most relatable songs because it's just about missing someone and whether you know it's a place a person or a thing we feel like 
you're always missing something or someone. So we feel like this song really brings that out in people, or we hope it will. Cool, guys. So let's open the show with a brand new single from Just Like This, which is out now, and it's called Bittersweet. There we go. Just Psychics. Reminisce about the days, all the nights we would waste. Believing things will stay the same between us. Whoa. How could we go straight after all the demons we faced? Cause even now I still can't turn away, no. Whoa. Forth between yesterday and tomorrow Yeah, I'm running, I'm running around Trying to balance hope and sorrow Cause in my heart you were the only one So I never saw it coming like a hit and run Then I watch you take him as you shot the gun Straight through me, straight through me But when I close my eyes So feel your lips on mine brand new single from uh, Just Sidekicks that we opened the show here on the B Nation podcast. They are the artists of the week and it's a really good pleasure to have you guys here on, on the show. I'm gonna like talk a little bit more about yourselves uh, because obviously we are talking with Max and Oren. Guys, you're like uh, really good friends, right? Like you haven't been good friends since high school, right? Tell us yeah. about your, your beginnings. Actually, the, when did you meet each other? Uh, when did you start singing? Mm -hmm. So it's funny, we actually, we met in freshman year, so in ninth grade, four years ago, but we didn't actually make our first song until halfway through 12th grade. Um, but it was funny, we'd just been friends for a long time, and we, we all kind of joked about the idea, talked about it, and then 
eventually we decided, you know, why not just do it? And I'm so glad we did because I think it was really good for both of us. And now that we're also, you know, graduated from high school and going on to college and just moving on, I think it's really great to have this between us just to keep us in touch, keep us working. And it's really, it's both of our dreams. So I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's also really funny because we were actually both in, in the school bands all throughout high school. Like we played together in band class and you know, we've always been really good friends as Max said. And so it's kind of funny to me that it took us so long to start, but I think it was well worth the wait because now that we have the time and the energy and all that, I think that, you know, it's going a lot better than it would have if we started in ninth grade. So I think everything kind of worked out how it was meant to. But. Yeah, it definitely happened for a reason. Do you guys define your, your genre as the electro rock, right? And, and obviously you have like a very unique uh, name on the band. How, where did this get the name from? Just uh, Sidekicks. So, um, yeah, it's actually a very interesting story, I think at least. So Max and I are very obsessed with a lot of producers such as like Calvin Harris and you know Dr. Luke in terms of his music and Avicii and all of them. And so we always felt like, you know, even though producers do so much for the track, they're usually more in the background and you know the vocalists are the highlight of the track always. Unless it's an instrumental track. So for that reason we felt like the producers were more like the sidekicks and the vocals were more like the superheroes of the track. So that's why we're just sidekicks with it, because we're just the producers of the tracks. And the vocalists are the are the superheroes that we highlight. Yeah, we definitely thought it was like a funny comparison to, you know, something else. We just we wanted to make it kind of metaphorical. And also we I just think like I see at least myself and I think maybe Orin too, as like maybe himself, as like um the sidekicks in life kind of just like you know never like the very popular guys but people i guess like us and you know we, we like support our friends and it just like we just thought it made sense and it was and it was fun i'm gonna uh, play another song actually your previous single home what can you tell us about this track um so this track is a little bit softer than the track that we're coming out with next um it's called home for a reason we it's such a transitional period in our lives and so we wanted to create something, you know, about our home, you know, because home is something that and everybody can relate to and all that. So we felt like home was something we really wanted to make a song about. And so, in fact, like even the album art is both of our homes. The top part is my neighborhood, which is Cleveland Park, and the bottom half is Max's neighborhood, which is Woodley Park. So yeah. everything about the song is really just about our home. Also, we think it felt just right because the actual the riff that Oren plays in the beginning and throughout the song was actually like come up with like a year and a half ago or something like that, way before we even started working together. And it was something we always like that he always played as like you know an idea, like do we make this a song? And I just think it was it was just right that that riff that was like one of the first riffs we ever came up with together. That I mean, that Oren came up with that we like worked on uh, was about kind of like home and about you know. Just where we're from, it just felt right. Let's introduce home. I'm Warren. I'm Max. And we're just sidekicks. And you're listening to home on the B Nation podcast. Seems like you're living inside my head, inside my whole body. You're taking Seems like all the late nights I spent overwhelmed out of my mind that you would have fallen for me was all proven wrong. Now that I got you, I'm more like you got me. I'm never leaving. 
here on the B-Nation podcast and we are uh, with Max and Oren all the way from the US on this uh, episode 7 that is called uh, Doesn't Know the Memory and so guys uh, we're gonna speak to you later on because we have to talk a little bit more about you guys because obviously today is a special day for you as well because uh, you release a brand new tune which is called Bitter Sweet so let's talk a little bit more later right? Sounds good. Sounds good. Hi I'm Jack and this is Michael. We're at EA89 and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. I think Hit Me is the track that we're most proud of. Um, this is the track that kind of aligned us in a sense of what direction and, and, and kind of sound we wanted to create. This was kind of a breakthrough for us. Um, it was a fun one to create. I think Jack instigated this one. Yeah, when we started making this, I was listening to like Chapped House and Primal Scream and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I really want to make something like that, you know. Started playing around with ideas. And then I like the song because it represents when me and Michael, what we were doing started to really bleed into each other. And, you know, and we sort of became one entity.
Jazzside Kicks are our artists of the week on the B Nation podcast. We're going to be talking to Max and Oren later on because we need to find out more about them as they are presenting the brand new single today, which is called Peter Sweet and it's out now. After that, you just listen at 8889 with their brand new single, which is called Hit Me, one of the tracks of the debut, the debut EP that is called as well Hit Me. We're going to be talking to, to them later on just because um, they're going to present all the tracks from the EP today on the B Nation podcast. And now, let me tell you something, guys. Uh, today's a really special day for us because uh, apart from the creator's experience, which is available now, today we are celebrating that we have a brand new show which is called the B Nation Chart Mix that is exclusively only available on Spotify. And we are celebrating that giving gift cards of Spotify Premium for one month for, for free. Yes, like that. And our test and condition says that if you are listening to the show on the Creators Experience and on Friday, on the day of the of the B Nation podcast, it's gonna be the, the day that we are gonna be, have available all that gift cards for you. How can you get one gift card for free? It's very simple. Just send us an email to our podcast at thebnation.com indicating your name, surname, and your artist name. Remember, we are giving gift cards only until the midnight of Tuesday, 27th of October. And now we are going to listen to a brand new track. Uh, after this track, we're going to have Gabriel Moreno with us on the Venation podcast. And it's time to listen the brand new track from Steph that she was uh, with us on the show uh, recently uh, presenting the track uh, Mine. But she's collaborating this time with uh, another artist that his name is Dizzy Dice, uh, both of them from Australia, and the track is called Into You. I try, but I just can't figure it out. I'm trying hard to reach you, but do I have to beg?
Today on the B-Nation podcast, we have uh, an incredible artist that for me is an incredible pleasure to speak to him today, Gabriel Moreno. How are you, Gabriel? Very well. Nice to be here. Uh, thank you so much for like being here today uh, on the B-Nation podcast. Uh, Gabriel, uh, you are uh, from Gibraltar, right? Exactly, yeah. And then you are actually living in London right now, and uh, you are a songwriter, a poet, novelist and you did for about 20 years a lot of concerts like in Italy, Peru, Barcelona, England. Uh, I think like, some of your musical things speak about angels, right? And your yeah. third record uh, that you release is uh, Whiskey with Angels and, and it's your first recording in vinyl, is that correct? That's correct. The first time um, I'll hear myself in the, in the vinyl format. I'm very excited. Um, just want to ask you, is there any personal story behind these songs, the Angel songs? The Angel songs were mostly a response to a dark period of myself and of London and the people around me I found uh, in the underground London scene. A lot of troubling thoughts and troubling um, prophecies about the next couple of years because of Brexit, because of obviously now the pandemic, but it started a tiny bit before the pandemic and a lot of negativity. A lot of negativity around me and I tried to find songs which were kind of something inspiring and hopeful for the future. So for me, every song is a bit of an angel to help me get by and to help the people around me to, to continue. All right. And then I guess like to continue and to fight against that negativity. Is that, is that correct, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. So your musical references are like Nirvana, Leonard Conan, Bird John. And you define your music as an alternative folk with a Mediterranean touch, right? And that exactly. you have Spanish roots, and you play also as well the Spanish guitar. How is that combining with folk, uh, violin, and flamenco guitar? How is that? The, um, how does it work that combination so far? Yeah, well, it's a bit of a new thing because coming from Gibraltar, I always had the idea of writing in English because most of the artists that I listened to um, had lyrics in English, and our education with literature and history was in English. But our sensation was a bit more Mediterranean, a bit more from the southern of Spain, more Andalusian. We love the Spanish guitar, we love the passionate music. So when I came to England, after being in Latin America, I tried to play the guitar a bit more passionately, a bit more Mediterranean. But the lyrics were very folky, very about poetry and in English. So I tried to combine um, instruments from the folk world, like the violin or like the double bass, and use also the Spanish guitar and the cajon. We have a lot of music with the cajon to give it that Latin, that Latin punch or that Latin energy. However, in the new album, the, the songs are a bit less, um, less folky, perhaps. They're a bit more intimate, more troubadour. And uh, we have a couple of songs with Latin rhythms, but mostly it's a poetical, intimate atmosphere of the new album. I would like you to, um, just to ensure that the, the audience know, know more about you, to, to choose one track 
that we can hear right now. Yeah, this is a track called The Moon is a Spider and it's an important track because for me it was the first track that we recorded as um, four ensemble of musicians called The Quivering Poets. I had written the song but um, the guitarist um, did the musical arrangements and together we created a new sound which was a tiny bit more of a band sound, a bit more rocky. It's called The Moon is a Spider and I want to show the, the listeners because also it will mark the difference with the new album which is more intimate and uh, this this song will be a bit more upbeat, a bit more rhythmic and uh, it's a bit of a surrealist song because it's based on a surrealist poem by Jerome Rothenberg where he said that the moon is a spider because it looks like it's gonna come and um, wrestle you. So yeah, I hope you like this song. I swear, my friend, I'll go and cut the thread. 
that joins the ITV and the BBC to the spin of the world. The moon is a spider. Does it hang in the air or crawl in my mind? I quiver beside her. Will she go for the mask or give me a try? Gabriel Moreno, and this is one of the, his tracks that uh, he chose to discover more about his music here on, on the B Nation podcast. Right, uh, Gabriel, uh, in these uncertain times, you wrote um, um, We Can Write England All Over Again that talk about uh, how uh, one of these changes that uh, it will change people, uh, people's life forever. What inspired you to write this song? Well, it was in the time of uh, post-Brexit, just before the referendum, just after the referendum. And the problem was that I saw many of my Spanish friends and Italian friends and Greek friends who decided suddenly that perhaps London was not the place for them anymore because of the political situation. This created a sense of melancholy and sadness. And I wanted to, to write a song to ask them to stay and to ask them to pray and write for a better England and for a better London where we could perhaps create a more poetical reality. Um, even if the political forces were against us. Obviously, now the, the shift ch changed to the pandemic. That was where the main problem um, started to occur. And many of my friends started to leave again after Brexit. So now I find myself with less Spanish, Greek, Italian, French, Latin American, um, African and Asian friends around in London because many of them have had to leave. But this song was actually pleading them to stay to stay and, and, and together create something a bit different, a bit more special and a bit less um, tough and uh, economical. Let's do something. Let's listen to the track right now. So whenever you're ready, let's introduce We Can Write England All Over Again. Yeah, this song is from the new album Whiskey With Angels. It's the single. It came out um, in September the 7th. Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify and all the social media. It's called We Can Write England All Over Again. Night has turned your compass into diet You're hanging like a tightrope in the rain And now that London told you all its lies You wonder if there's future in this place But Girl, if you're tired Don't go away We can ride England all over again And when they parade With the guns and the blades We can ride England all over again All over again Say that stubborn men hold on to their flags When life and faith have ceased to be aligned 
What's the use of living in a lie When all you've got are spiders in your mind Girl, if you're tired, don't go away We can ride England all over again When they parade With their guns and their blades We can ride England all over again 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 We can ride England All over again Take me to a land In Innisfree Where everyone Is listening To the band Where faces Merge in song And poetry And plenitude is all that we demand Girl, if you're tired, don't go away We can ride England all over again And when they parade With their guns and their blades We can ride England all over again All over again We can ride England all over again is the latest single, one of the tracks uh, from the new album from Gabriel Moreno that he is today with us. You published more than 10 books of poems in English and Spanish as well. Two different cultures. Um, I think that like you love poets like Federico Garcia Lorca and um, Pablo Neruda, and you're an artistic curator of the Lantern Society and the artistic director as well of the Poetry Brother in London. My question is, do you think that poetry, it never goes out of style? Definitely. I think poetry is something that we started doing when we were developing our consciousness because we needed it. We needed poetry to express stories and also to remember because a lot of the poem, poetry called rhyme helps people remember information and remember ideas and philosophies. And this has been happening for thousands and thousands of years. And uh, the beautiful thing about poetry is that it doesn't depend on money or the music industry. It doesn't depend on fame, on celebrity. So people will always do it. I mean, now mm -hmm. more people do spoken word or rap or they do more um, oral traditions of, of poetry, but they also have never stopped. So mm -hmm. whatever, whatever branch of poetry is happening now, I don't think it will stop. And I think it never goes out of date. And I think it's always fresh and always useful. Um, tell us a little bit more about one of your beautiful poems. This one is um, from the last book I published called The Passerby. I published in 2018. And it's called To the Flower Lady. And it talks about living in the city and uh, having hope and, and feeling. It's called To the Flower Lady. When I asked you to wrap the roses in foil paper, For a woman who likes things modern, 
What I meant was save me from the pattern of knowing everyone but myself. You see, I seldom say what I mean, and most days I long for someone, preferably malnourished, to cure my utter indifference to sanity and health. It's the London thing, I guess, drinking latte and worrying about train connections. The city throws a curveball to your face, and your life becomes the dance to dodge it. Not much time for wisdom or enlightenment, except in flower shops and street markets. Don't look at me that way. Where else should I find it? Poetry has been kidnapped by comics and nerds, music silenced by myth-seekers and narcissists, and art reduced to a way of exfoliating snakes. Don't wrap them in foil paper. Tell me I am yeary and insane. Give me an alternative to roses. They grow feeble and they smell. Give me your views and your telephone number. Remind me of the wonder, the magic and the splendor in the veins of the world. Yes, flower lady, I'm up to the neck with postmodern deconstructionist theories. I want to love a human and wash my own dishes. I want to plant surrealist daisies in the coffee shops of Brick Lane. I want to reinstate the dogma of being placidly insane. I want to know myself enough to let my demons out to play. I want to know the right time to walk in and possess you. When I asked you to wrap the roses in foil paper, I was really asking you to please, please let me start again. That was beautiful. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much. That was really beautiful. Just want to like ask about a little bit more about your next project. What can you tell us all about for the future? What can we expect from you? Well, we have an album launch um, in COVID situation in um, basically um, in a very beautiful church in Limehouse. It will be December the 12th, more or less. And it will be um, in distance, social distance. It, would it will only be for 30 people, but we will have uh, online streaming with very, very high quality cameras. So I, I will launch the album there and I will do obviously my sales of vinyl, CD, etc. But also I'm very excited because we're doing a, a, a project with Penn Charity. Penn is an international organization that works with writers who are in prison all over the world. And they have commissioned us with some songs to write for these writers using their words. And it's a very big project because we'll be working with um, people all over the world internationally. So I will be very busy from now till January, finishing that project and um, curating it, getting musicians, writing songs, recording the, the songs, etc., etc. Projects that obviously we will be following up here on the Nation podcast. Thank you so much, Gabriel. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me and for spreading the word. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Jack and this is Michael. We're 8889 and you're listening to the Bee Nation podcast. Uh, this song actually started with me seeing a girl. Um, she was a complicated person and uh, it inspired me to throw this little demo together. Um, and we decided to throw some production at it and Jack took the reins a little bit. And um, yeah, I'm really happy with how it turned out. I remember when Mike showed me the idea, I was like, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing with that, but it's going to take ages. And then all of a sudden lockdown kicked off. So we went around the house like recording loads of guitars and clicky clacking on stuff with drumsticks to make that rhythm and creating different drum machine patterns. And we actually recorded the whole thing. We videoed it for some for some reason, I think, because we thought, why not? So we'll put that up at some point.
want to say that I really enjoyed to find out more about our guest, Gabriel Moreno, that he was uh, with us today on the D-Nation podcast. What a lovely like visit, and, and honestly, it was incredible. And now, to just listen to another track from uh, 8889, and it's called Virginia. Uh, one more time, the guys presented the track here on the B-Nation podcast. Remember, guys, that today is a special episode uh, for us on, on the show just because we do have the creator's experience that it's uh, available that right now. Uh, find out more information on painplaycity.com. And remember as well that if you want a gift card from uh, Spotify uh, to have one month on a Spotify Premium, please uh, send us an email to podcast at thebnation.com podcast at thebnation.com with your name, surname, and your artist name. Remember that the terms and conditions, they say that we only have gift cards available until the midnight of, 20, of the 27th of, of October uh, on Tuesday. And, and you remember that like um, you can get one fantastic uh, gift card from uh, Spotify thanks to our exclusive brand new show, The B-Nation Chart Mix. And now we are going to listen one more track. And this time is uh, time to find out more about JJ Adrian, which is a brand new artist that we are going to present it right now. And this song is called Butter. There we go. Tell me, what do you think about JJ Adrian? This is called Butter. Making shit with me grateful. Hey, yeah, yeah. Making shit with me grateful. Yeah, can't be those eyes.
Today on the V Nation podcast, we are having an amazing and incredible uh, show with uh, so many artists that they are visiting uh, us. And now I do have the incredible pleasure to receive uh, here on the V Nation podcast to Ida Jess. How are you, Ida? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm, I mean, I'm really, really good. I'm actually said that I'm really excited because <laughs> we started uh, playing uh, When I'm Gone and a few weeks ago. And, you know, like the reception that we just managed to have so far from the, from the track uh, on the podcast uh, has been really great. So how are you feeling, by the way? I'm good. I've, I've been busy. Yeah. I'm good. I mean, the weather change has not been the best effect on my mood in general, but it's huh? season changing. But otherwise, I've been really good preparing for my next single, which is coming out in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, yeah uh, we're going to talk about someone that I not in a second, which is uh, your uh, next single, because uh, you're from Beckman, right? Oh, yes, Denmark. Yeah, but you're actually living right now in the UK. Is that correct? Yeah, I moved to London about five years ago to basically okay. do music as I could. So yeah. Amazing. So um, you, your, your first single, it wasn't actually the song that we started to play here on the podcast, which is uh, when I'm gone. When I'm gone. Your first single actually is a track that is called uh, I Don't Wanna Be Your Friend. Uh, what can you tell us about this track? I Don't Wanna Be Your Friend was a song that I wrote about almost three years ago now. Um, but it was very much a song that kind of really formed the way that I sound now. It was the first song where, because I feel like I spent so many years really figuring out like where I felt comfortable in production. I always had like quite a strong vision, but I think it takes a lot of maturing and growing up to really know what your like best assets are. And I was in the studio with a friend and he was like playing this little like piano bit and I just kind of start singing this like little like hook over like the chorus, like I don't wanna be open. And um, that was like the beginning of the song and we came back to it like a couple months later and then the song got developed over a period of like six months. I was still writing it as I was going through a really tough breakup. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's really, looking back now, that definitely created the song and how much it develops because it started with being such a like fragile and like almost like afraid of saying how I feel. I think yeah. it's a song and I think that perfectly like explains like what the emotions I went through was like from start to finish uh -huh. process so to me like it's an extremely personal song and I've, I've, I've it's yeah it's a piece of me it's a yeah it's very dear to my heart that song that there was actually an evolution between um, your uh, two singles uh, from I wanna be your friend and when I'm gone like um Is that, is that how do you feel like between when you just compared them right now? I think, um, actually I wrote When I'm Gone before I wrote I Don't Wanna Be Your Friend. So once I'd done I Don't Wanna Be Your Friend, I realized this is exactly what I wanted to sound like. And then I then go back to When I'm Gone and then try to edit like different production bits to make it sound more cohesive. Mm -hmm. I think they were always quite close to each other, but I think there is a more of like a punch in like, Uh, like in your face when I'm gone then there's the I don't want to be a friend I think that one is more like vulnerable I guess yeah um, so I think like the songs fits because they're like cohesive in the sense of like the things they're talking about and like obviously my vocal and that kind of stuff but I think you can definitely tell or I feel like I can tell that when I'm gone it's more of like a younger Ida talking to her than I don't want to be a friend is 
Yes. Can you say, for example, that I don't want to be your friend has like um, a little bit of like emotional charge? A hundred percent, but I think in a very different way that when I'm gone is I think when I'm gone is a really depressing song. It's really talking about like depression and like mm -hmm. playing around with the idea of like just disappearing from the face of earth. Not necessarily suicide, but it is definitely talking in those lines. And I think I kind of had to go through that bit of like being really upset, but almost feeling numb to the feeling of when I'm gone. Okay. In order to okay. write, I don't want to be a friend. So whenever you're ready, just introduce the track. Yes. This is, um, I don't want to be a friend. Water's running in, filling up my lungs Falling further now, drowning and I can't stop Said I could count on you, so tell me When was it that you gave up? Was all I had
I Don't Wanna Be Your Friend is um, the debut single from Either Just, uh, which is our guest today on, on the Be Nation podcast. Uh, it's an absolutely pleasure to have you here. Actually, let me tell you, you have a unique recording voice. Uh, Ida, like, uh, let me ask you like about how you are seeing right now like uh, the life industry, you know, because um, as far as like we know, like you have played uh, quite a few gigs here in the UK, right? Like we you did like the Bowling Room. What was your actually your plans like um, like for this year? Tell us a, a little bit more about how you're living all these um, uncertain times. Um, well, I think I just ended in a really bad timing situation. I chose like back like two years ago, I stopped playing live because I wanted to focus on like all my recordings and all my songs. Because um, to me, it didn't make sense to be playing live, but not actually have music out. So I stopped for a bit and then I was ready in the winter to start again. And I had all these different things lined up for the spring and summer for different concerts, both in Denmark and in, and in London. And it all got canceled. So, I mean, that's really unfortunate, but I believe that it will happen again at some point when the time is right. True that like Denmark, uh, they support quite a lot of like, um, um, they, they have a lot of like in, in, independent music, but like, do you think that there is actually um, a little bit of a lack of um, um, artists that they come from, you know, like uh, from Denmark in general, in terms of like independent music? I think like independent wise, like there's definitely like a big, like the Danish version of the grime scene is definitely there. And it's very independent and not necessarily tied to any labels. And I mean, there is definitely like, artists coming up and like doing stuff on their own but there isn't the same culture as there is in London that there aren't because there aren't the same opportunities because there aren't as many like live gigs and distributors like AWOL or Level and stuff that can really help you push and be on your own in Denmark um, and I think you're just not really introduced to being an idea the same way that you are when you're in, when you're in England necessarily to do it on your own um, so I think that's unfortunate, but it just is what it is. It's a smaller country, so it makes sense that there aren't exactly the same like setups over there as well. Um, Ida, like, let me ask you about what's the plans for for the rest of like 2020? Because we're gonna talk about um, your new your new single, someone that I'm not in a second. But what can we expect from you for next year? For next year, well, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, at that point, I'll have an EP out, which is really oh, wow. exciting. Um, it's going to be titled uh, If I'm Being Honest. Mm-hmm. And it's really an EP about figuring out who you are and also rediscovering yourself and owning your truth, which is exactly what I went through the past three years. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've got lined up for next year. I'm pretty sure that it's like really yourself, right? Like what, what we can find, right? Like and the songs that we're going to find in that EP. Is that, I am on my wrong? No, 100%. Yeah, they're definitely like... Uh, they stem from like a point where or all the songs are written from the standpoint of like kind of talking to yourself and having a dialogue and coming to terms with how you're feeling about certain different t- subjects and not being afraid to feel the things you feel. Mm-hmm. That's like the common theme, I guess, with all the songs. Like, let's talk a little bit more about Someone That I'm Not, which is your next single. Uh, it's coming out uh, next Friday on the 30th of October. Um, what can you tell us a little bit more about the track? We're gonna hear the song obviously next week, but just to give like a little bit preview to, to the people that, that are listening to the podcast right now. Well, I'm excited because this song is actually only one year old, whereas my other songs have been quite old stuff that I've been releasing. Uh, I wrote the song with two guys um, called Nat and George, who are amazing. Um, and I guess it's a song about 
trying to distance yourself from someone else's perception of who you are. I think when we get into relationships or start new friendships, there is that whole bit of like trying to show someone exactly what you're all about and what your character is. But then sometimes people make up their own mind and you feel like, what? That wasn't the person that you made me out to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's what that song is about. Good. So let me um, ask you to introduce When I'm Gone. So whenever you're ready. Yes. This is my song, When I'm Gone. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ada. All the best. Yeah. All the best to you too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I let a water fall on my body Runs down into the drain Trying to get rid of the stain I let a water fall on my body Thinking about it only hurts I take a sip to ease my thirst I dive deep So no one can see Floating away in the sea Leave everything that I know Will you think of me when I'm gone? Forget my name, my mum will call you up, give you all the blame Won't open up my eyes, no oxygen, I'm paralyzed I let a water fall on my body Baby, do you even care? When you saw how I was scared I won't leave a trace, I'll disappear into the unknown I'd rather be Gone
Jack and this is Michael. We're AEA89 and you're listening to the B Nation podcast. Different stages, I'd say, is our curveball of the EP. Uh, it sounds, the sound is a little different um, than some of our other tracks. It's not as sweet. It's a little darker. It's a little, I wouldn't say heavier, but it's a little more downbeat. Yeah, I think the idea with this one was to create something mellow. Yeah, look like downbeat and sort of chilled and a little bit slower than what we were normally doing. And then, and then it turned out a really fun one to play live because we get to do the harmony and... I get to play a little, the solo, the synth solo in it, and I mess it up every time. So, uh, it's yeah, it's a fun one.
personally, I really loved the interview with Ida Jazz here on the B Nation podcast. I cannot wait to obviously to play uh, the, his her brand new single that it's out next week. And now we're just listening to the last track from uh, the debut EP from 8889, which is called Different Stages. And it was here, obviously, on the B Nation podcast. Guys, we have an amazing episode today, episode seven. The creator's experience is here and you can find out more on painplaycity.com. And remember that today also as well, you can listen to our brand new show, The B Nation Charmies, that is exclusively only available on Spotify. And if you want one gift card of a Spotify premium, please send us an email to podcast at thebnation.com podcast at thebnation.com with your name, surname, and your artist name. And remember that the terms and conditions, they say that we only have available gift cards until the midnight of the 27th of October. Guys, we are so excited about the Creators experience. We are really, really excited. Um, you know, uh, our uh, next guest, and they uh, recorded us on TikTok an amazing like uh, ad and we would like to invite them to the show just because they are really incredible their name are uh, Poison on the Cure and we're gonna listen uh, their latest track which is called uh, Walk Talk here on the B Nation podcast after that we are gonna listen Lizzie with uh, Coming and Going which is a track that personally I love And then we're gonna have obviously more here on the B Nation podcast. So for now, two tracks at the same time. We have Poison and the Cure with Walk Away and Lizzie with uh, Coming and Going. What do you think of these tracks? Remember that your feedback is always important on the show. So send us an email to podcast at thebnation.com, podcast at thebnation.com because we always bring you the best new music from around the world. There we go. Switching up lately, yeah, you're getting real comfortable. We steady talking about babies, so why do I feel so alone? I ain't gonna be here waiting, and you ain't gonna sit there blaming me for something I ain't done. You gon' let our love fall apart. You know all the words to say to keep me coming right back home.
started uh, the D-Nation podcast with our artists of the week. They are just sidekicks. They are uh, presenting a brand new tune that is called A Bit of Sweet that is out now in all the streaming services. And uh, we have the uh, the band here with us, Max and Oren. How are you guys? Doing well, thank Good, you. Yeah. And we're gonna finalize the show with you guys. We started the show with uh, Bittersweet. We're gonna end it up playing Bittersweet. But I just wanna ask you about your, your hobbies, guys. Uh, as far as I know that you are a really big fan of Chainsmokers, right? So yeah, I, yeah. I just wanna ask, how was the influence on Chainsmokers in your music? I mean, the Chainsmokers have a huge influence on our music, but so a lot of other artists. I mean, in terms of the EDM aspect, I would say that the Chainsmokers are very future-based or melodic dubstep or whatever you want to call it. And I think that might not sum up some of our songs we have out so far, but I think it really sums up a little bit of bittersweet. Like when we, when we talk about electro rock, I'd say a lot of the electro part comes from groups like the Chainsmokers. But, yeah. you know, the rock part and stuff comes from all other types of artists. Like We try to incorporate all the different artists that we love into our music, you know, and that, and that ranges from math rock to you know, maybe some normal rock, like hard rock, to soft rock, to pop, to electronic music, to math rock, you know, all these different things. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's a lot of influences. And, you know, with, with the Chainsmokers, like, they, you know, they're the Chainsmokers. We don't want to be them, but we definitely love them and we love their influence. So we really just, like, we, we figured we definitely love them. We're going to take influence from them, make pop, you know, EDM tracks and that kind of thing. But we, we, we really want to include it, like, wanted to include some of, you know, Orange's guitar playing and like some of like our love for rap and alternative and just really like kind of create an interesting sound that we really love and feels like just represents us. Oren, like you are a big fan of romantic comedy, is that correct? Yeah. yeah I am. <laughs> right? And tell us a little bit more about that and also as well, what are your hobbies, guys? Um, I mean, there's not that much to say. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but I really, I really do like, uh, Romantic comedies. I've seen he's probably a hopeless romantic. That's true. Yep. I, I am a hopeless romantic. I've seen like all of them on Netflix and like you know Amazon Prime Video and like Hulu and all of them. You know, like they're they're all probably considered to be horrible, but I love them. I don't really know why. <laughs> What is the, the advice that you guys like can give me, for example, for like um, the artists that they are starting right now? Yeah, I would say um, with releasing music. So I used to always think that once you released it, like it was you're done, and it's like it's up it's up to the world to see how it does. But no, I think I've learned that now. You know, when you release a song, that's when your work should start. That's when you're starting to promote. Send it to, send it to anyone you know. Send it to playlists and like podcasts like this or blogs. Like it's really up to you. You know, because in order to get like signed or get attention or whatever. You really need to do a lot of the work yourself now, considering how much how much music there is now, and how many people are doing it, which is awesome. But it just means you got to do a lot yourself. And thanks to the internet, thanks to the internet, we can, which is really exciting. So, I would say when whenever you, first of all, release music if that's what you want to do, because it just feels great and it really like I don't know. I just, I just love doing it. And once you do it, start working on it. Like start working on promoting and figure out all the ways you can get people to hear it. Yeah, for sure. But there are definitely two parts of it. One thing that we've learned that I really stick by is it's called music business for a reason. When we're doing the music, all we focus on is the music. We leave all the business aside. When it comes to business, we put the music aside. We think, who is this marketing for? You know, what age group, what genre, what like everything. And also, I think it kind of took us both by surprise because, you know, as Max said, we kind of both have the assumption, you know, once we do the music, up to the world but no we don't have managers we don't have labels we don't have anything pushing us so you really have to be on the ground like every day we're dming people on instagram we're emailing people we're trying to get opportunities you know 
and you really have to make a name for yourself. Nobody's going to make a name for you. It's really impressive that you guys have nearly like 40,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's been mm. crazy to see, honestly. Tell me a little special place that, um, that we can visit on Washington. Oh, um, well, definitely Washington is a very big tourist city because of all it has to offer. So I'm not going to lie and say don't look at the tourist stuff because it's really cool to see. Like, you know, Lincoln Memorial and the White House, museums. The museums are all free, which is cool. But I would say definitely go biking, do a bike tour because the downtown city is very, like, condensed and there's there's a lot you can see. But also, like, I think there are some really interesting neighborhoods you can see, like, you know, where, where we kind of live, like Cleveland Park is fun, U Street is really interesting, yeah. Columbia Heights, there are a lot of cool little areas, so definitely check those out. Georgetown. For music lovers like me, or for people that they love music of local places, what, what would you recommend? <laughs> well, um... I feel like DC isn't like the biggest music city, but there definitely is a good scene. Like there's one um, venue we almost played at before COVID happened called the Songbird in Adams Morgan, it's a small venue, which is really fun. There's the Anthem, which is a really nice uh, new, like um, uh, it's a really nice new concert hall, basically yeah. downtown that has a lot of cool, like acts come through. 930 yeah, Club. Yeah, I was going to say the 930 Club, yeah. Yeah. And Capital One Arena is like the big one. That's, that's the big know, one. That's where, you know, the uh, the NBA players play. In. Yeah, that, that's, that's where, that's where Oren saw John Mayer and cried. True. <laughs> that's it, Kicks. Thank you very much. And um, I just want to ask you like one more time to introduce uh, your latest single, Peter Speed. I'm Oren. I'm Max. I'm Merv, just sidekicks. And you're listening to our new song, Bittersweet, on the B Nation podcast. Thank you so much, Miguel. Reminisce about the days All the nights we would waste Believing things would stay the same between us Whoa How could we go straight After all the demons we faced Cause even now I still can't turn away, no Whoa, oh, oh So I'm running, I'm running around Back and forth between yesterday and tomorrow Yeah, I'm running, I'm running around Trying to balance hope and sorrow Cause in my heart you were the only one So I never saw it coming like a hit and run Then I watch you take him as you shot the gun Straight through Yeah.
Jansai Kicks, they were our Artists of the Week on the B Nation podcast, uh, presenting their brand new single, Bittersweet. And what an incredible episode we had today on the show with Ida Jazz and Gabriel Moreno on the show as well, uh, which is like uh, presented as well the debut EP from 8889 with the guys uh, here on the B Nation podcast. This is it. Enjoy the creator's experience. Enjoy this week uh, with an incredible lineup that uh, with Sansar on PainPlayCity.com. Next week, next Friday, we have an special Halloween episode with Georgia Maria and Oli Davis that they are going to be with us on the B Nation podcast and much more. My name is Miguel. It's a pleasure uh, to be here on the B Nation podcast as always with my colleague Mary Shell. All the best. Stay safe. And we're going to uh, have another brand new episode next week on the B Nation podcast.